Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Men Insights Podcast, reviewing episode 8 of The Last of Us. And this episode is one that I was looking forward to probably the most out of all the episodes and chapters from the game. Uh, I mean, besides the last one, you know, Left Behind, uh, I, think, I think that one was probably my second most anticipated portion of the game that I was looking forward to seeing, but this one is the one I was looking forward to the most because I wanted to see how they were going to adapt it exactly. And that is, of course, the the winter sequence where we are introduced to the character of David in the game and on the show. We, the show, it op- the episode, it opens up uh, in the town that David and his community and his group live and uh it's him reading a passage from the bible and he is uh helping his people because he is has been we learned through the episode that he was appointed as the leader of the community and he is a preacher and he is trying to help these these people because they are they've been struggling through this winter i mean like they say in the game this winter has been especially cruel and they are struggling to have you know to eat and get food and supplies that they need in order to survive and uh we see a little girl that she's crying because she's grieving the loss of her father who again all these reviews and recaps are spoiler filled and we learned that the girl her father uh, has been killed and is the one that he is the one that had stabbed Joel in episode six and is of course killed by Joel uh, in the process. We learned that that was her father and she was asking when are they going to bury him and he says the ground is too, you know too cold to, to dig. We'll bury him in the spring but you know of course that's not what is going to happen because people who have played the game like myself we know that this community is and we kind of get it a little different explanation on the show but they are cannibals and but on the show it's explained that only a very select handful of them know that Uh, because you know i guess it would shake the faith of some of the people in the community if they learned that they were eating the remains of their own so uh, I mean, some of them seem okay with it, because uh, we see the, um, the mother of the little girl um, sees that, yeah, they're just cooking up the remains. I, I think it was of her husband, because uh, he said Venison was the name, I believe. Um, I don't remember if that's who was his name, because you know, recording it's a little more than two hours uh, after watching the episode, so me and my, like I've said, my memory's not the, the strongest, but doing the best that I can with it and uh yeah we see we actually see them preparing the food we don't see that on the game um but we see that on the show and I'm glad that they actually have that little addition to kind of really show people like yeah this is what's going on in the community um but we also we go back to in the house where Ellie is taking care of Joel she's you know doing the best that she can we see uh that the where she stitched him up in the previous episode that he's it's not healing as well as she had hoped it would so she's trying her best to take care of him she's trying to feed him with little droplets of water as she can and has like what's left of the little jerky that they were able to scrounge up from i think they got it from uh from jackson from tommy's people and um she 
looks over and sees the rifle sitting on the side. She decides she's going to go hunt, get some food. And this is the part where in the game, this is where and I heard this portion of the game actually picks up. It's where her, it's her hunting. And we get the tease of the moment that a lot of people were probably looking forward to the most with the little, with the white, with the little white bunny rabbit. Because in the game, we are introduced to the winter chapter with the little bunny rabbit coming out of a hole and gets an arrow to the head. And I believe it's to the head. Yeah. And then we've learned that it's Ellie with the little bow and arrow doing that. But we do not get the bow and arrow. And we unfortunately do not get the kill of the of the bunny rabbit, which I know it sounds weird saying it like that. Uh, but and again, it's because it's an iconic moment in the game. And that's why I say it the way I'm saying it. But um. Anyways, uh, we get the little tease that she's trying to get the rabbit, but she trips into the snow. And uh, But we do get her at chasing the deer, which, again, she's hunting with the rifle instead of the bow and arrow. But it still feels very much like how it, it is It's depicted in the game. And when we track the, the body of the deer after she kills it by the blood uh, that it leaves behind when it runs away. Uh, but also before that... Uh, when we're still in the opening with David and the people. That after he lets the people go, after his little sermon, we are we see James, who is played by Troy Baker, who plays Joel in the video game version of the of The Last of Us. And uh, uh, he's you know, they, they start talking having a little conversation about uh, about faith and people having faith in him, you know, him being David, you know, pronouns pal. <laughs> um, and uh we, they, they decide that they're gonna go hunt, try to get some food, because uh, James has mentioned that you know they had seen some deer uh, out in the woods a few, a few days before that, and that's where we get the first interaction between David, James, and Ellie, because they come upon the dead deer, but Ellie catches them, stops them, and a lot of the lines from the game that I love when they adapt them because it, fe it doesn't feel forced like other video game adaptations that they do into film and TV shows but this one feels more natural and that's a testament to the talent of Bella Ramsey playing Ellie where you know she says you know hands in the air you know um, you know any sudden movements I should shoot this one too get a bullet right you know put one right between the eyes and says, she says diddle from buddy boy over there um, and, you know, it says, you know, my name's David, it's my friend James, you know, we're from a larger group, you know, you know, women, children, we're all very, very hungry. And, you know, again, a lot of the very same verbatim interaction and dialogue. And, and then she says, you know, we can trade you for some, trade you for the deer, you know, any supplies, you know, that you need. And that's what she asked for medicine to, for it to treat infections. And she's like, yeah, we do, you know, back at the, in the town. And then says, he tells it, looks over at James and says, you know, get the two bottles of penicillin and a syringe, just like in the game. But the little additional dialogue here is that David says to him, it's not code. Uh, you know, I really mean it kind of thing. Because uh, the way James looks at David, he has a look on his face that's like, it's like, you know, like, what are you really trying to tell me to do here? Uh, because... The way it's the the way David is depicted being the leader of this community of this group, it's like they almost worship him, you know, basically because he he explains it to Ellie later on that he was appointed by them for this 
and uh, and and he and then after, then they take the deer to the little nearby shack and we don't get the action sequence like we do in the game where they're fighting off infected it's just cut straight to their conversation that they have inside the in the little abandoned cabin which is again an almost exact beat by beat word for word exchange just like in the game where he's explaining you know the winter has been especially cruel you know trying to survive you know you know with food and other stuff and talk talking about you know i don't believe in luck you know everything happens for a reason and and i don't remember the name of the actor that plays david but his performance is so well done on this episode that he managed to make david even creepier on the show than he is in the game because in the game he is pretty damn creepy but the way he performs it here he's just extra creepy and i love that um but yeah we get the exchange between him and ellie and says you know sent some men out to a few of my men out to a neighbor in town to get some supplies you know i sent four men out and only three of them came back uh one of them uh, was killed by a crazy man and little crazy man was traveling with a little girl see everything happens for a reason and and i remember for that for when watching the behind the scenes of the making up for the game and they have the the, the uh them on the soundstage doing that scene and, and it's a nolan north playing david in the game which when i first found that out it blew my mind that the same actor playing that plays nathan drake in the uncharted games is playing this creepy cannibal dude <laughs> uh but he again plays the performance so very very well on the on the game and just hearing him do that creepy voice that he has in the game and the exchange between him and ellie with again you know crazy man traveling with a little girl and it's just so well done on there and then this actor just captures that essence of david so well and like i said he managed to make him cre even creepier here than he is in the game and again more back and forth that's just like in the game when james comes up from behind and they've said yeah, james lowered the gun and hands off the penicillin to her and david is insisting you know you know we, we can't protect you you know you won't survive out there and she runs off gets to the house, gives Joel two shots of the penicillin, one when she first arrives there, and then again the next morning. And But you get a lot more of the interaction with David and the community that we don't get in the game. And the same scene where we find out that, you know, where we, they actually show us with the, the, chop, the chopped up human meat that they're putting in their stew, that David comes back with the deer and... Tells everybody like, yeah, you've heard the rumors. There's a little girl out there, uh, the one that the same one who was with the crazy man that killed whatever the guy's name was, and of course the daughter, demanding that they both get Mio you know, be killed for you know vengeance for justice. And David walks up to her, gives her a backhand slap, and he holds holds his hand out, to, you know, you know like hold hand, you know like a comforting, but he holds his hand out and makes the girl grab his hand. And he just kind of gives the mom a look like sit down without telling her to sit down and she obliges and sits down which shows how much power he holds over these people 
and and that's when it's funny because it's like he when you look at him he he looks so he looks so unassuming like he wouldn't be this crazy powerful leader but he is much like uh yeah melanie linsky's uh uh, as a uh, I can't remember the name now uh, from her episode uh, four and five that again doesn't look like they'd be that creepy scary powerful leader but she is um, and uh, I'm sorry if, you know it's a little late I'm feeling a little sleepy so I'm trying my best to stay as awake as I can to deliver this episode for you guys but anyways um, we get to that exchange and David says, you know, when 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 lights when sun comes up, we'll go out to search for her, and they do. A lot of it very similar to how it is in the game, though not exactly like in the game, but obviously, because there was yeah you know, they don't they didn't fully adapt the action that we get in this part of the game into the show. We get a little bit of it, but not a lot, but not all of it. Uh, like we get when uh, Ellie sees that they've had followed her and dragged her to the back to the house or to that neighborhood where they're staying she gets on the horse and to try to uh try to find the right terminology the right word to chase them off and get them away from the house and they just like in the game they shoot the horse down and one of the differences is that on the game david is not with the group but on the show he is with the group and and they are because they and, and the thing that's consistent between both versions game and show david wants to bring her alive try to integrate her into the group influence her try to convince her to join them and but and they are just but they are ready and more than ready and willing to kill joel if he was if they found him alive or just let him die if he hadn't already and they find ellie she's being, she's running off with the horse. Well, we, we never hear that her call him Callus. I was hoping that she would have called him Callus because oh, that's one of the little other little Easter eggs I was really looking forward to. But we don't get it, unfortunately. Um, but we just like in the game, we do get that they shoot the horse to stop her. But rather than her escaping to other little locations to escape, to get away from them, she you know just falls onto the floor, and then James and the rest of the team come up there. And one of the other members of the group tells him to, you know, kill her. But then David comes up from behind and makes them stop her from killing her, and grabs Ellie to take him, take her back to the to their town, and try to again try to ma manipulate it and influence her as much as he could. And then we cut to well, she not even cut to because he says. Go from door to door, try to find this guy, uh, Joel, meaning. And then we cut to Joel in the basement of the house because Ellie had left him there with with the knife, you know, to with the, you know, on the direct orders of if anyone comes down here, you kill them. And Joel he hears the noise from upstairs, and the guy find, finds exactly the house, and we see Joel kind of in a panic, but then the guy comes back down into the basement and we don't see Joel in the little mattress where he was staying and then while well, the guys kind of try to sneak around look for him but then we see Joel come up from behind and a very desperation move with the knife to the neck Ooh, just kind of hit my own neck when I did that ouch um 
knife right into the neck and then he just kind of holds on to him because he still is not at 100% and I think when I was, it was either on the inside the episode after the show or when I was listening to the podcast just a little while ago that they joked that the one of the, the co-writer of part two when watching it with Neil joked that that uh, Joel at 10% is more dangerous than Joel at 100% and which yeah you makes a lot of sense because yeah when you're in that de- when you're in that level of desperation you'll do anything and then, and then we do get a little bit we do get this was the moment that i was really really hoping we were going to get from the game adapted into the show and we got it so so perfectly well done the interrogation of with joel and two of david's people we don't get the action sequence again like like they do in the game when he he gets them one by one until he gets to those final two people but we see that one of them is like on the floor struggling to get up and then one of them finds the guy but then he turns around and joel gets him in the face with the gun and then that's when we cut and i'm because then the screen goes to black and we just hear some of the noise like you know like like something is going down and as soon as i heard the noise i literally i perked up from my seat and then when they cut to the guy tied to the radiator and another one tied to the chair i was so happy i was like yes yes they're doing it they're doing it and it's almost exactly just like in the game that joel takes the knife right into the guy's kneecap and tells him where is she and we get the you know again you know into me you know, begging where is she you know and then he has the map of where they are says you know mark it on the map you better hope that it's you know your buddy points at the same spot and uh, and then he kills the guy right after he tells him he shows him where they are right but rather than choking him and then snapping his neck he guts him with the knife and then the other guy screaming like like i'm telling you fucking shit you know he told you the truth me all and that's when joel takes the lead pipe and he's like it's all right i believe him and then boom <sighs> then we also have the exchange with David and Ellie, her held captive in the cell in the little area that is like a it is a kitchen basically. And the initial exchange, you know, we it's almost again a lot of these and then a lot again a lot of the stuff that's adapted from the game so perfectly well done onto the show, and I love that they have done that so well, but. We get the more of the explanation of who David is, that he was a teacher that found God uh, when the apocalypse happened, and that the people looked to him, you know, for all that stuff. But him, his motivations are different. He's again, my my mind is very foggy right now. I apologize for that. I sorry if I'm not doing justice to these reviews when I record them right after the episodes like this, but doing the best that I can, like I said. And, um, he gives his explanation of why he's doing the way, what he's doing, and then when Ellie finds out that they're eating people, she freaks out even more on here than she does in the game, and which I appreciate that because her reaction is a lot more realistic and genuine, because in the game, yeah, she has a reaction a reaction to finding out that they're chopping up people and eating them but on on the show it's a lot more really realistic and believable kind of reaction that she's like what the fuck you're eating people 
and uh, and then David gives his more of his explanation and his motivations of you know that he sees himself in her that she is a natural leader and she has those violent tendencies that he has and he feels like you know that he's been he is failing his people but that if she joins him that they can do amazing things but and even though they hinted at it in the game on here they're a little they're a little more explicit with it where he is and i think they're they're it, the way they do it on here it's kind of like in almost a reference to like like certain like religious communities and amish communities where they marry off you know like the young like of age kind of girls to the elder the high elder of the community and that's kind of what he was hint, he was kind of making those implications here where him and her can unite that way yeah and they would do wonders for their community and for the people and ellie walks up to him again kind of like in the game and makes him believe you know that she might be falling for it but then no she snaps his finger and she tries to reach for the keys to get out of there and just like in the game he's he's slamming her on the cell door and we get the other couple of lines and i'm so happy that they kept in the game from from the game rather into the show when because he keeps asking her her name and she refuses to say it up until this point she's like ellie you know tell him that ellie is the girl that broke your fucking finger and then the line from david how did she put it tiny little pieces and then he walks out and that's when she has the real look on her face because it's the realization of oh shit you know they're gonna get, do that to me and then it cuts to the next morning him and james come in they grab her slam her onto the table just like in the game and just like in the game she shouts out i'm infected and and now you are too because she bit david on the hand and then just again just perfectly recreated from the game where she tells him lift up her sleeve to see the bite mark and you know and james is like what is that david is like uh, she would have turned right now it's not real and james is all looks pretty fucking real to me and then that's when she grabs the meat cleaver kills james r.i.p troy baker on this episode and uh then we get the exchange just like in the game without the in-between stuff of you know again the action sequences of her trying to escape everyone from everyone else from the, from the community but instead it just goes straight into the little trying to figure i don't know what the name of the building is but yeah the the one-on-one -on -one between her and david just like in the game and because she she's in the little kitchen area and she grabs a burning piece of wood that she finds in there and when david is coming in trying to hunt her down he takes the she takes the piece of wood throws it and he misses it he moves out of the way and it hits the curtain the building starts going on fire and we don't get the full action sequence like we do in the game but we the tension is there and the one moment that we needed to happen from the game is on here where she's sneaking up from behind and stabs him and then they both kind of fall down to the floor and she and because he drops the meat cleaver she's 
crawling over to it, but in the case of the game, he has a machete, not a meat cleaver. And it's her, again him pleading with her and trying to get her to listen to him and fall, let go go for his his advances, I guess is the term. And again, this is where on the show it's they're a lot more explicit with it than they were in the game because of the game it's hinted at but they don't outright say it and here it's a lot more you see a lot more of what he's trying to do and he because she's on the floor and he he mounts her and then that's when she grabs the meat cleaver and just starts hacking the shit out of him just like she does in the game but rather than getting the reunion of her and joel like they do in the game where he is in the building he goes into the building to rescue her after finding the, that it's on fire from the outside and after him going through his own little action sequence in there here because in the game i mean in the show he is saying i have the only key this place is locked so after she kills him we see her exit the building on her own because she rescued herself because that's the other thing that neil kind of touched on uh, on the podcast and on the inside the episode saying that you know you were expecting joel to do to do the predictable thing of saving her you know at the you know coming to save the day kind of thing you know being the hero and doing all that but no he comes in at the end of it after she's already saved herself but on the show rather than him coming into the birthing building she exits the building and then that's when joel finds her and they have that their reunion and their embrace and that's where the episode ends and and we get the you know her him calling her baby girl just like he does in the game which was the nickname he had for his daughter sarah uh, and he had not said those words since his her death and that's where especially when you're playing the game and you get to that moment that's when you have that mo- that moment where it's like oh you know it gets you right in the feels kind of moment and because it's like there that's that's what that's where it is that's him fully embracing her as his new surrogate daughter and ah, it's so sad and heartbreaking uh, especially if if you've played part two like i have and you know where the story is going <clears throat> but that's where this episode ends and now we move on to episode nine coming next week which is the finale for season one and another episode that i've been looking forward to the most because this is the epic conclusion to the season and yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see how they adapt this one and then the preview well because in the trailer we saw ashley johnson um holding a baby we finally get to see the clips of her on the preview for this episode which means we are gonna finally see ashley johnson as anna uh who is also ellie's mother um which is just wonderful that the actress who plays ellie in the game is playing ellie's mother on the show and i'm excited to see her scenes play out on here but that is next week and that is it for this week for my review for the last of us episode eight and i hope you all enjoy hope you all enjoy, hope you all enjoyed sorry i'm like i said i'm a little loopy at the moment i'm tired i'm about to go to bed straight as i'm done with this and uh yeah just thank you all so much for watching for listening and uh please give a like share subscribe uh if you haven't already youtube spotify google Podcasts, apple Podcasts, all that is in the link to this episode uh, and chat me up on my social media twitter instagram vero snapchat tiktok everywhere again links are in the description 
And I mean, you all know the, the routine by this point. Um, just, yeah, thank you all so much for your continued support of what I do on here. And I love it and appreciate every single one of you who truly and genuinely care about the what I do on here. I truly and genuinely care about you guys. So, yeah, this has been the Men Podcast. I am Julian, and I will see all of you on the next one.